0: get ready for conflicts when movie reviews collide
1: everybody, and welcome back to Conflicts, the podcast today. Rich and I are here for a very special episode of The Ranking, where we are going to tell you in our humble opinions about the worst TV theme songs of all time. Now, Rich, I know you're a music guy and I'm a music lover myself. (laughs) Nothing pisses me off more than a terrible theme song. It starts the show off on a bad note. And there are shows that I've watched one episode of and never watched another because I hated the theme song so much.
0: This really was a tough one for me because there were some shows out there that I really liked the show. And it was hard for me to just kind of come to the realization. One of
1: my shows on here is one of my favorite shows of all time, but I hate the theme song that much.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing, especially some when I was younger, because I'm surprised I'm going to the Wayback Machine here. Uh, some of these shows were very popular, and I didn't realize how bad the song was until I went back. And I, I kind of made myself listen to a bunch of play- a bunch of different ones uh-huh. just to to see. There is actually some wonderful YouTube channels out there that have. There are uh, some
1: delightful YouTube mm-hmm. channels: vintage theme songs for TV shows and vintage TV commercials mm-hmm. are a fun YouTube rabbit hole to go down.
0: They really are. And I once upon a time, I, I kind of faded away from it. All of my phone stuff was uh theme song, TV theme oh, songs and, and sounds. so all the notifications, you all the go different back to that,
1: I'd like to personally request the Golden Girl theme song for
0: myself, <laughs> but uh, that aside I, well, i'm I problem is is that as phones evolved, I've gotten to the point now where like my phone is seriously locked down mm-hmm. so I've got it you know, the the setting thing where it doesn't even ring unless you're on my contact list. and nice. I'm fairly like conservative on whether or not people make it into my contact list. <laughs> Uh,
1: I am also that way. I'm real weird about my phone, though.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of that way. I always joke uh, people are like, hey, I left you a voicemail. And I'm like, hey, listen, here's the deal. If you are not in my contact list, there is a 0% chance that phone is getting answered. (laughs) If you're in my contact list, it's 50-50. Yeah. Just saying, text me. That's all it is. Yeah. Text me. And if you ever call me. It better be an emergency. Because you text me. Yeah. Like, you probably get removed from the contact list. (laughs) No, it's that way now. So, like with our family, if we ever call each other, that you pick up the phone quickly because you're like, "Oh shit, something is wrong." Yeah, Um, and that's just the way it is. But but that has nothing to do with TV theme songs.
1: (laughs) But it was a nice segue. It's very pertinent in life. Other than my phone. All right, so we're gonna go five, four, three, two, one of the least worst to the worst worst. Rich, tell me about your least worst. TV theme song. I,
0: I think this one's going to be a little controversial. But oh,
1: okay, I'm ready. I'm
0: going with it. I had a hard time because there's going to be some angst behind this okay. one for me personally. Although it wasn't a bad show, uh, and that is Felicity.
1: That almost made my list, dude. That was like that was like number six or seven. That didn't quite. It's so
0: angsty. It's awful. I mean, the the, the music is just terrible. And I know the show was wildly popular, and I was never a huge fan. Uh, well, this, you
1: weren't a teenage girl.
0: There, there is that. Uh, you know, and this was actually one of the first um vehicles for J.J. Yeah, it was his, yeah, like, yeah. launching pad. Well, he had done some movies before, so he was a name, but this is where he really went into TV. And this was also the beginning of the era, because it used to be going from movies to TV was a downgrade uh-huh. in your career. And there was a point where that no longer became the case, and TV became very popular. And he and was almost, one of the
1: first people to yeah, make that transition. He was
0: a very early on person to go from movies back to, to, to TV. And this was his first really big a tv show it was popular it launched his career i mean you don't it have launched several other careers too it did. you wouldn't have a lost without this you mm-hmm. wouldn't honestly probably have much much of the rest of his career um and we all know i've got mixed emotions about jj abrams right so that's why i say this this was a this was a tough one but i really can't poo poo the show in any way because it wasn't terrible it was just sappy love drama which i mean isn't my thing but i i guess it's okay that they're
1: yeah it was just a matter of taste
0: um by the way this did have four full seasons ran from 98 to 2002.
1: i thought it was older than that no i would have guessed like 96 to 99. well i mean
0: you gotta keep mine that's over 20 years now though
1: oh that Uh, makes me mm -hmm. that makes me feel weird and queasy like ooh, that's weird
0: i couldn't find out this was listed as available on abc but they, I couldn't find out what streaming service you could find this on.
1: They probably have their own streaming service now. Well, everybody but, does. Anymore. Yeah. I,
0: I found out that IMDb TV is a thing.
1: Oh, good God. So
0: they have their own streaming service on IMDb now. Wow. But, uh, but enough about Felicity. What do you got for number five? What...
1: Okay, so my number five is a little bit out of left field, this fabulous television program. Ran from 1984 to 1990. And that is the Scott Bayo vehicle of Charles in charge. <laughs> uh, it started, as I said, Scott Bayo and Willie Ames and had a revolving cast because it was the 80s. And apparently after season one, you could just replace the whole cast with someone new. Uh, so I had a bit of an unconventional upbringing and uh, didn't have access to regular TV. So there was a an English speaking television network out of India called Star TV that did not have their own programming, but recycled uh, vintage programming. And Charles in Charge was one of their anchors. They played so many episodes of Charles in Charge that my sister and I would sit around and listen to. And if you listen to the theme song for Charles in Charge, first of all, it is the most stereotypical in the worst way, 80s, upbeat, pop, on the nose, whatever. But if you listen to the lyrics to that, it sounds like some sort of creepy stalker BDSM cheese fest Like the lyrics go Charles in charge Of our days and our nights Charles in charge of our wrongs and our rights So I say I want Charles In charge of me now You tell me you put that under a different lens And that's not a BDSM love song Uh uh that is Creepy and it's one of those that Gets in your head and won't get out And it's been in my head for two days man
0: See I think that maybe there is something Psychosomatic happening over here (laughs) and you've just been watching too much bdsm lately i mean your browser history is probably going to tell us a lot about why that's where you're taking Charles. a
1: friend of mine and i were talking about unexpected death the other day and she texted me and she was like i need you to delete my browser history if i die (laughs) unexpectedly and i was like i'm good you can just leave mine (laughs)
0: I'll I'll give you this much, though, that you wouldn't have to change the title to turn this into a creepy porn. Yeah. You could just still name it Charles in Charge. And... Like,
1: in charge of our wrongs and our rights and our days and our nights? What? That yeah. ain't right.
0: I mean, honestly, you could just change the tune of the song a little bit, and it's going to sound like I'm really creepy.
1: Yep. All of a sudden. And uh, I don't recommend the show or the theme song because they do not hold up well. But uh, it was a fun trip down memory lane for me.
0: It was very popular in the day. Oh,
1: super popular. <laughs> Scott Bayo hasn't done anything since. Not much. Oh, Scott Bayo. He peaked early. Yeah, he peaked real early. All right, what you got next here, buddy?
0: All right, so speaking of shows that were very popular, wildly successful shows that personally, I could probably do an entire episode where I just rant about this show. Oh, God. Um, although I, I can't say that i hated the show but man there was a lot of subtext and a lot of underlying problems uh, especially when you go back and look at it
1: oh i've got my curiosity oh
0: page. and we got 10 full seasons from 1996 to 2006 and this is the beloved tv show seventh heaven
1: oh my god <laughs> yes i loved
0: that show Oh my gosh, it, it really, I, I never really got into that show, but it was in a time where, I mean, it was everywhere. There was Oh, yeah. I mean, it wasn't quite law and order, but it was all over the place for some time. And it was wildly popular, very successful. But uh, like I said, I, I could go on a whole thing uh-huh. about the underlying. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, let alone, I think that's just so, such perfect irony that the, you know, the dad, the uh, lead cast member has uh, admitted inappropriate sexual conduct with Uh with, uh, female minors minors uh yeah uh, it's like
1: and it was not all it was like once in the 70s once in the 80s and once in the 90s and you cannot tell me that that only happened once a decade sir
0: yeah those are the ones that he's like i gotta fess up to those Yeah. if there are that many uh, i think we can safely say there were probably more but i I just look at that and say that's not so (laughs) non-surprising The right revend himself Uh, but The theme song really was truly terrible. Oh, yeah. It was...
1: It It was sappy. It was cheesy. It was overly dramatic.
0: um, Well, so is the show. (laughs) So maybe it fit just fine, but, man, it, it was pretty cringe.
1: Okay, so my next one, I don't know why this show... So we're in the middle of this weird renaissance where everything old is new again, and for some reason, the show Blossom has gotten left behind in this. It is not streaming or syndicated anywhere. This show ran from 1990 to 1995. starred Maya Bialik and Joseph Lawrence, or Joey. His character was Joey. Whoa. And Mm -hmm. the theme song is absolutely atrocious. It's this weird, bluesy, Michael Bolton-esque feel that was all wrong for the show. It's called My Opinionation. And it does not match the tone of the show at all. And even the opening credits, it was a show that every season had a different sequence at Mm -hmm. the beginning. But Maya Bialik has been a performer her whole life, and she was a trained dancer. So it was always her dancing around, and then her dancing around with her brothers, and then her dad, and then her best friend. And they're dancing like it's, you know, 1993. To this song that some 40-year-old woman is listening to with her Michael Bolton cassette tapes. Like, what (laughs) is this song? It's awful. And I hate it. And I loved that show. It was such a good show because it was the one of the, like, you know, all of those 90s teen sitcoms. This was the one that was the most real. Like, her brother's a drug addict. Her mom died. Like uh, her dad's a former alcoholic, then there's a stepmom. Like it actually dealt with some real stuff that was pertinent to the 90s. But dear God, that theme song was so hard to get past.
0: <laughs> I, I know that one's much reviled. And I, you know, I, I don't know if I'd place it out, it doesn't even make my list. Uh, but I'm not going to lie, it wasn't exactly a great theme song, that's for sure. Well,
1: and I can't imagine that, you know, Rich circa 1990 to 95 was spending a lot of time watching Blossom
0: you know you say that but blossom was very popular it so was a hugely it, it, you popular you know you show. watched it a lot and we had a lot fewer options back then people back in the day
1: <laughs> easy kermit
0: when we had like three different channels you didn't have a lot of options that is so also true sometimes you wound up watching shows not because it was your favorite show but because it was on yeah you're like well i pick a b or c which one
1: <laughs> yeah uh d- i don't recommend the theme song but i if any streaming service out there is listening, if you streamed this, I would totally rewatch all five seasons of Blossom. I'm just throwing that out there. It was primo, and she had the best outfits and hats. So somebody starts streaming that
0: crap, okay? And she's still delightful, by the way. you she should is. Uh, Listen to her. Uh, check out her Twitter feed. Uh, I used to well follow as...
1: her on Instagram. I might still. I know she's she's very interesting, and she's a very very intelligent woman.
0: She really is. Uh, she. My wife follows most of the things that she does. Uh, it, it's kind of interesting. I want to listening. say she
1: has a degree in theoretical physics.
0: No, it is uh, bio- biology of some sort, or is it?
1: Sure, it's some sort of.
0: She has an advanced impressive. De- she advanced has an advanced degree. degree. She has. Uh, she's published. Uh, she's is super intelligent. Uh, controversial. Some of her, I know her parenting theories. Yeah. Uh, are somewhat controversial. Controversial, and I could probably do a whole episode on that too. <laughs> um, I could not. But uh, but either way, there they there. She's very intelligent. Very yeah. bright
1: she's absolutely and i love that all right what do you have for us next here pal
0: okay so th- i'm going to go really into the way back machine here oh
1: okay we're going way and way this back is
0: probably obscure which was weird to me when i realized that so i tried to think of the first song that i knew was bad because mm-hmm. there's some of these that you look back and you're like okay that was Yeah, you know that now was it
1: was bad but at the time you did at the
0: time i didn't know so what was the first memory i have of a show that i knew the theme song was bad and it it came to me pretty quickly actually this is a show that my family loved and i don't just mean my mom and dad i'm talking my extended family Mm -hmm. aunts and uncles and grandparents this was one of those shows that they talked about when they got together it was just very much it resonated with them for some reason at that time so i'm going to go all the way back to 1979 to 1981 for three seasons of a tv show called bj and the bear
1: I have never even heard of this show.
0: This is Oh my God, I'm so excited. This is so much a cheap TV knockoff of the Clint Eastwood movie, Every Which Way But Loose. I've never heard of that movie either. You Oh, you never have? <laughs> oh, yeah. That, it's actually a good movie. Uh, it really is. But this... this is a,
1: it, BJ and the Bear.
0: This is called BJ this and the Bear. This sounds
1: like circus themed. Tell me more.
0: Well, there is a chimpanzee oh, dear in God. both of these. Oh, um,
1: well, I'm guessing aspects didn't age well
0: um i mean it's not in a weird way the the guy's a trucker who has a chimpanzee that travels with him
1: yeah now that's against the law
0: <laughs> well i mean you know of course that was the pretty much the idea of the clint eastwood movie as well <laughs> um it was just about two guys that were having supposedly this these epic fighters that finally are going to get together to have this amazing where, fight but, where
1: does the bear come in
0: well okay so in bj and the bear the chimpanzee's name is bear
1: Oh, well, logically, of
0: course. So this, this satiated this uh, CB trucker crazed uh, fans of that uh-huh. era, uh, at least, you know, for a short time. It, it For did, three seasons. Yeah, for three seasons. And this show is so uncommon that you are going to have a hard time even finding it in the TV database. <laughs> um It's out there, uh, but like when you try to, I look to see if you could stream this anywhere or find it or buy it or anything. And
1: it's a big nope.
0: And like you go to the the websites where you can Google, you know, you can, Uh where can you stream this? Where can you look at? And it it has a Wikipedia page, but you're not finding (laughs) this thing anywhere. You can, however, view the theme song on On YouTube. YouTube. It's out there. uh, And I won't get into the whether or not I like the show because at the time I was very young and my parents were into it because it seemed cool enough. But, man, even then, the, the theme song was, was awful. It a th-
1: is it an original theme song that's, like, written for the show? Or was it an actual song that got...
0: I believe it was written for the show.
1: Oh, those are always the worst.
0: It, it, it's it's rough. It's, yeah. It's pretty rough. And pretty much the entire intro is just a uh, picture or video of this semi-truck uh-huh. driving down a road at different angles. That's all they I, do. Can they just, I can see they it. I can see it. They just cut back and forth. It's, it's, it's pretty bad.
1: That's oh, right. I'm going to check that out on YouTube later, and I'm really excited. BJ, oh, and the paper. Oh,
0: the the third season you will absolutely hate. Actually, I'd love to watch the third season whether you'd find it anywhere <laughs> because, I, I mean, the entire shtick of this thing is that he's this, you know, freewheeling truck driver who goes from town to town and gets in shenanigans and often winds up on the wrong side of the law, and usually it's because a pretty girl asks for his help. So then, like, the third season, and they're like, he's successful enough, and he gets his own small little trucking company, but the big, mean, evil... Trucking companies are trying to keep him down so they won't let him hire anybody. So he hires, I shit you not, eight hot women. Oh, God. Oh, God. Who are now truckers. Uh, Like the one girl, like, I mean, obviously she's got the, you know, the
1: big old knockers, the the
0: big old rack there that's Uh just shoved out of her. And her nickname is Stacks.
1: Oh, wow. I mean,
0: it is. It, oh it, wow oh, you know, i mean it's one of those where it's so bad it's almost good because you just look at we it we might think, need to make Poop. this happen i want to watch this so bad really, there's a point where you're like wait a minute this like somebody had a meeting on this and they're like i got a great idea that well, network must have been desperate in, instead of having one girl who's really hot in every episode what if we did eight and they're in all the episodes <laughs> and they they drive their trucks in like less than daisy Duke. yeah and, oh it was it,
1: hot pants oh i'm sure oh, it was oh that sounds amazing yeah
0: it was pretty rough but uh, enough about me what about you
1: okay so i feel like i touched on this uh, in one of our previous ranking episodes and anybody who knows me is probably not going to be surprised my next one is star trek enterprise
0: see i don't know if i'm going to agree with you completely on this
1: okay obviously star trek enterprise ran well obviously to me it ran from 01 to 04 it is the only star trek series to be canceled is the theme song to blame we'll never know but to me the answer is yes okay the song is called faith of the heart if you know anything about Star Trek, you know it is a long and storied history of nothing but a score at the beginning, possibly some words, said in a very melodic tone by one Patrick Stewart. Like there's a style that goes with the Star Trek theme songs. The song Faith of the Heart sounds like it should be the love anthem from a Hallmark movie. It is not even a good song.
0: Well, it's Brian Adams.
1: It's a terrible I mean, it's song. It's very
0: Brian Adams.
1: And you know what? The song from Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, Brian Adams, is great. But his style did not evolve at all in the interim 10 years. And, like, it's like a bad knockoff of that song from Robin Hood. It's a terrible song. And it does not fit the show at all. What the hell? You've got to have faith of the heart to fly the Star Trek Enterprise. No.
0: See, I was always always pretty ambivalent with the song. I know it was very controversial at the time, even, and continued to be so. And it didn't, it never really bothered me. I'm not going to say it's a great song. Uh, I like Brian Adams as an artist for the most part. He's not one of my favorites, but.
1: uh, I mean, I like his moments like, you know, Summer of 69 is a fun song. He's
0: done some good stuff. Um, Not a lot, but he's done some good stuff. So I I didn't have a problem with the the way a lot of people did, but uh, I I won't, I won't go so far as say it was, it was a good or a great song. It was just kind of there.
1: It's again, for me, it just does not fit the tone of the show at all. Where is yeah. this even coming from, this weird, overly schmaltzy acoustic track over, like, the, just the glimpses of the galaxy that we're getting? Oh, whatever. I just, I hate it. I did not care for Star Trek Enterprise as a series, and I hate that theme song so mm. much.
0: Uh, I didn't mind Enterprise. It got a little rough towards the end. Uh, early on, I didn't mind it. I loved the idea of what they are doing, um, but once again, we could probably do an episode on on that. I think we have We, have. we, we? <laughs> we, <did. Yeah.
1: laughs> we ranked all the Star Treks, we, you and me,
0: but we, we talk about Star Trek so much, it's hard to remember what we recorded <laughs> and what we just said.
1: Oh, they' probably all tuned out at this point. All right, what do you have next for us, buddy?
0: Well, uh, somewhat apropos at number two for me is two and a half men.
1: Oh, I hate that show so much.
0: I, you know, I won't go so far as to say that I hated the show. I was never a big fan of the show. It was just one of those things that was always kind of there.
1: Oh, well, and it uh, got syndicated and played, like, and played and played and oh, played.
0: I mean, you still go and watch it. So the show itself actually ran from 2003 to 2015. God,
1: that's a long so
0: run. It had a long run. Because the
1: last couple seasons had, like, Ashton Kutcher in them or they, something. Uh,
0: they did. Uh, so Ashton Kutcher came in uh let's see um
1: because charlie sheen went crazy that was when he was in his whole tiger blood yeah phase and the network was like maybe we shouldn't have him manning our top show so let's bring in ashton kutcher and then the public was like we don't like this yeah
0: he went too crazy which is funny because the show is basically charlie sheen playing charlie sheen yeah i mean the guy's name was actually even just charlie and you know they they kind of ran with it And honestly the other the rest of the cast was really what Supported it And it became less funny for me and a lot of people When August e. Jones actually became You know not a kid anymore And he wasn't yeah, just and cute was and just adorable awkward. And then Aston Kutcher came in and it was Yeah it, it really jumped the shark at that point For sure But you know you can find the streaming On yet again another new streaming service Called Peacock
1: Oh is that from NBC?
0: Whatever I don't know. <laughs> which is great because you know there for a while you're always trying to find the uh, you know the Netflix and chill, Hulu and do uh-huh. uh Disney Plus this dick <laughs> but, like, Peacock, but like Peacock
1: Peacock writes itself. Yeah, I
0: mean you don't know, you're like Peacock on this um shit that's just dirty, isn't it? Never mind. <laughs> Moving on but i did hate that the the opening
1: yeah it's like the man 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 manly man and yeah. see i never even watched the show and i know that that's the scene the mm-hmm. theme song because it's that annoying
0: oh it really is and talk about the the show where it is just like the main character is a horrible terrible man who just acts like a horrible singing a song man. about manly men yeah like, what does
1: that even mean like mm-hmm. we're we're manly ma- okay sure
0: yeah whatever so that was number two try to get that out of your head for a while
1: Oh, I've got so many terrible theme songs floating around in my head. Okay, the next two, my top two, worst of the worst of theme songs are two shows that I absolutely adore. And this next show, you may never have heard of. You've probably heard of it, Rich, but the listeners may not have. (laughs) And it's probably in my top five favorite shows of all time. That is the U.S.-Australia joint series of Farscape. Oh, yeah. That ran from 1999 to 2003. It was on the Sci-Fi Channel here in the U.S., Okay, the theme song, let me describe it to you. There's talking, strike one. There is a bizarre pseudo-alien chanting and operetics, strike two. It annoys the crap out of me, strike three. How I ever ended up watching this show with the theme song, as horrible as it is, like, if you can imagine if opera music annoys you it annoys a lot of people i'm not one of them but if opera music annoys you and then you make it sound like fake alien chanting and like some woman warbling at a pitch that should be shredding her vocal cords that's what you get with the theme song to farscape that is in my humble opinion one of the best sci-fi shows of that era and the theme song is not worthy
0: it's pretty legit for a show it really is but yeah that song's little rough that opening it's just
1: it's awful it's, and the talking oh it was so on point because like lance bass talked through every one of Insync songs at the time but like it's such a good show it's part of the jim henson company and there's amazing puppets back when they still use practicals instead of everything being cgi inserts because it was 1999 and it was an australian tv show they didn't have budget for that but they had the most badass puppeteering and it was such a good show and oh my god that theme song is
0: Awful. Yeah, if you're okay with the the effects not being amazing, they're not really being any CGI uh, and you can just follow the concepts, it's it's great. it such really such a good is.
1: show. I do highly recommend it. Just I think it's on Amazon Prime uh if I'm remembering correctly. Just skip over the theme song. just my recommendation, pro tip, life tip, skip the theme song.
0: I mean, I pretty much do on everything anymore. Anyway, <laughs> But it'll be, it's going to get to the point where I, I won't know what theme songs are. Yeah,
1: because that little skip intro comes yeah, just, on and you click it.
0: Yeah, like if they yeah. have a setting where it's always, just make that always, uh, that's what I'm going to as soon as they make that available.
1: Yeah. All right. What about you, buddy? What's <laughs> uh, what, uh, what else you got here? All
0: right. This will be another interesting one to see if anybody else is familiar with this show. Uh, it was actually fairly popular for a while. It, it, I don't know that it did super well. Uh, But it's one of those shows where they kind of forced its popularity and shoved it everywhere for a little bit. And then even after that, people are like, no, this is really terrible. Please stop doing that. (laughs) Um, and, And it went away running from 1992 to 1996 and brought to us by the team that produced Save by the Bell. Oh, my. Was the TV show California Dreams.
1: Oh, my God. I forgot that show existed. I loved that show. They used to play it on Saturday mornings. Oh,
0: my God. I don't know. I didn't love that show. It was pretty rough. Oh, I'm sure adult me would cringe. You should go back and listen to the theme song because it it is easily the worst theme song ever. uh, And it uh, helped fuel this terrible show. And even though somehow managed to hang on for four grueling seasons. I'm
1: amazed. I would have guessed two at most.
0: And, and I don't know if you noticed, if we go back and look up the people who are in that show, and not just the the actors, but anybody else, and I'm going to say it ruined a lot of careers because you can't find oh, anybody who really no. went anywhere and did anything. <laughs>
1: it was but, not a vehicle for them.
0: That That is pretty much the end or near the end of a lot of bios. I'm just saying.
1: Aww. Oh. Yep. Those
0: four people's careers. They it, thought they were taking off. Oh yeah. They this was going to be the next Save by the Bell, very popular. And they played it
1: like in conjunction with Save by the Bell.
0: No, they did. They actually played them back to back. They tried to uh, there was a point where they tried to force it more and they're like, We're gonna put this with Save by the Bell, so you gotta watch this first. Yes,
1: I totally remember mm-hmm. that. Oh, I bet that show would be awful if I watched it now. Just, like just go back and awful. listen
0: to that theme song. It it's so so bad. It really is.
1: Oh, I'm excited to go YouTube I mean, that. It
0: starts out bad, and then it's one of those songs that goes on way longer than a theme song ever. Uh-huh. So like, yeah, it's rough. It's pretty rough.
1: Okay. What about I'm you? totally going to have to check that out on YouTube later. L- okay. Let's hear,
0: let's hear your big tamale so here.
1: My thing, it actually was the impetus for the idea for this entire show, and this <laughs> is going to be very, very controversial because it is a beloved, beloved TV series that I myself love and consider to be one of the greats of all time it's mash
0: <gasps> okay so my, it's mash. my okay well, hang on before you go on let me i, I gotta uh, i need to suss this out just a little because my wife hates this theme song and i love this theme song but she hates it but i we finally figured out why she hates this theme song so for her she hated this because she was never allowed to stay up and watch this show and she had to listen to it while she was trying to go to sleep almost every night so it became okay. this thing where she. The
1: parallels she... between Joy's life and my own are well. That's why I daunting. was asking
0: because I'm like, wait a minute is there is there going to be another so, example of something similar to this?
1: So I. Was not allowed to watch the show when I was a younger child, but it was everywhere. It was. Like, it was everywhere. It was syndicated everywhere. It was on late night. It was on in the afternoons. So I would hear the theme song all the time. Now, if you don't know, there was a film called MASH that came out in 1970 starring Donald Sutherland and Elliot Gould. And then the TV series came out. From 1972 to 1983, it ran for 11 years, starring Alan Alda and Loretta Swit. And it is one of the best TV series of all time, in my humble opinion. But when I got to the age that I was old enough, I was still a kid, but when I got to the age that I was old enough to watch MASH, I hated the theme song so much that I was 17 years old the first time I ever watched MASH. And I, it was a, there was a marathon of it on and I watched the whole thing, but the song is called in the film. The song has lyrics oh, and it is called suicide is painless. It's a dark song. It is it's dark. Really and so dark. the instrumental version is still so dark.
0: It really is. And it conveys the feel without, yes, without the lyrics. But it's actually a great song. It really is. It's just, it's a very dark song. It's covering well, the a dark topic. Well, the chorus is,
1: suicide is painless. It brings us many changes. I can take it or leave it if I please. And in the film, it is someone singing the song, debating whether the pains of war are worth ending it because suicide is painless. And when you watch the TV series, it fits But my God, it's ultimately a comedy. It's ultimately a half hour sitcom that happens to take place during war and that theme song is so depressing at the beginning of every like it brings you so down and then the show brings you up but then it always ends on a bittersweet note because it's in the middle of the Korean War and then that song plays again oh my god it's so angsty and it's too much for me and I hate that theme song even though I love that show so much
0: it was a wildly popular show I actually loved the show Alan Aldo was fantastic oh, he always it was an amazing
1: was. show um, oh yeah and it, it was for the longest time the series finale of mash was the highest rated tv program for several years running oh
0: for for so so long it's been um, knocked
1: down in numbers now but for a very long time and, that series finale was
0: and even so much that's just because the population has increased yeah you no know, percentage wise i don't think you're ever going to see things that 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 rival that
1: all right, I have an honorable mention for what, in my opinion, is one of the best theme songs. Do you have any honorable mentions of best or worst theme songs, sir? You know,
0: I don't have any for best. I've got some for worst that I I debated on throwing in there. Tell uh, me more. I want to know. So one of the ones I thought was uh, pretty bad, it's also a really popular show from back in the day, was L.A. Law.
1: Oh, I couldn't tell you the theme song, but I remember that's the one where there was like an elevator shaft thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and there was this huge cast, and when it was very popular. But man, that theme song was not gonna lie, a little bit rough.
1: Yeah, it was one of the first, like, real, like, gritty. It was like a preamble to Law and Order in a way.
0: Yeah, it fit in that genre. And you're right, they tried to be much more gritty about it. This was no longer, um, the super happy feels, is when they went a little more dark. Yeah. Um, so that was pretty rough the, My other honorable mention that I, I forgot until I happened to hear it On one of these YouTube channels Of how bad the song was But the theme song for Mr. Belvedere
1: Oh my god I forgot the show Mr. Belvedere yep. existed Now yep. that, that's an awkward show That I bet did not hold up well
0: Good old Bob Euchre there No, I, it really doesn't Now here's one thing That I thought was funny about that show Because I had to look it up The the person who wrote the song Not the artist who performs the song But the the songwriter mm-hmm. Is the same songwriter Who wrote the theme song to Cheers
1: Really? Because that's like one of the most iconic theme songs of all time. It is. a
0: very popular, very well-known, and very, you know, considered a good theme song. Everybody
1: can sing this theme song to Cheers. Mm -hmm.
0: And uh, so apparently they didn't knock them all out of the park. Just going to (laughs) throw that out there.
1: Everybody has an off day. Also, just the entire premise of the show, Mr. Belvedere, is just cringy now.
0: Well, well, that was the 80s. but Uh, Well, the 80s. What do you got for honorable mentions?
1: My honorable mention, and I'm sure that many people will disagree with me, but my honorable mention for what I feel is the best TV theme song, Is something that we actually already mentioned, not a series, but uh, the, the title was mentioned, and that is Saved by the Bell, sir. It fits that show perfectly. It does. It is catchy. It was absolutely on point for the times. It was written for the show, fits the vein of the show. It's something I could probably still sing you the entire theme song now if you wanted me to and that's an iconic theme song right there when it fits the show becomes iconic and suits the times to the point that it hypothetically could have been on the radio at the time and people would have listened to it that's a great tv theme song
0: and i had tiffany amber Thiessen in it
1: (laughs) she is gorgeous
0: oh my goodness I, i i try not to go on and on but she is one that and she's still just...
1: Oh, she is... She aged well. She
0: is still just... She is oh.
1: beautiful.
0: Yeah, she's actually done some stuff recently, although it's pretty uh, few and far between. Yeah. Um, but every time she's... I look at it just say... But that I think is.
1: that, ultimately, she's always going to be Kelly Kapowski, but I think that she's one of those people that isn't like, ugh, Kelly Kapowski, gross. Like She's like, yeah, you remember you as, as Kelly. That's mm-hmm. cool.
0: Yeah, and it's, it's not a bad thing. Uh, what was the show? Uh, White Collar the usa yeah. network show we yeah, watched yeah. Her for a while had matt boomer and she played the um she I was somebody's
1: think. spouse or but something it was the
0: the other main character the fbi agent and i can't think of the actor's name at the moment uh but she played the wife there and so she had, she wasn't in a lot but she wasn't in a fair amount
1: she was also in that super badass jimmy fallon skit that they were all in except screech mm, yep. did you watch that mm-hmm. oh god it was so great it was so great
0: yeah so you know just just throwing that out there because Because now it's got me thinking about Tiffany Amber Thiessen. You're welcome. You may need to delete my browser history now.
1: (laughs) All right. Well, you guys go to YouTube and watch old TV theme songs and thank us later. And we'll catch you next time. Or
0: Google Dustin Diamond. His career did not go well.
1: Oh, that poor man. Well, not that poor man. He made bad choices. And
0: and, and you think... uh, Little Miss um,
1: Oh, Jessie Spano. uh, Uh, I don't know her real name Elizabeth Showgirls Elizabeth something Elizabeth something
0: Uh, So let's just say that Yeah, she's uh,
1: not the one That fell the worst From Saved by the Bells Yeah, you you,
0: you think Showgirls was the Furthest somebody fell From that show No, shanking somebody In a bar in Michigan It wasn't It got worse Is
1: the worst Poor fella Yeah, well Anyhow We'll catch you (laughs) next time